like so many others, who you are is largely a result of your past. We have so many positive and not so positive experiences that we start to doubt ourselves and our place in this world. Let the healing process start now. Welcome to Shift Happens with Karin Weary. When you start to focus on healing from the inside out, you'll learn so much more about your own health, your well-being, and your state of mind. Once you've started on that, the rest gets a little bit easier every day. Now, here is your host, Karin Weary. Hello and welcome to Shift Happens. I'm Karin Weary, here to inspire, encourage, support, and help shift you into showing up in life fully the way that makes you feel as though you have purpose, meaning, and actually do make a difference in this world. You know, it's so easy to feel insignificant and small in this huge world we live in. We're constantly bombarded with all of the negative things that happen and with advertisement telling us that we aren't good enough as we are. When we buy into this idea that's being imposed on us from the outside, it's one of the subtle ways that we can surely sink into feelings of anxiety, depression, and hopelessness. I know I see a lot of that in my work because when I'm not on here, I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist that help a lot of people get through these kinds of things. So that is also one of the reasons why I chose to create Shift Happens because I truly wish to turn that whole mindset around with positive information, inspiring people who've shown incredible resiliency and tools that you can use to stay focused on what actually works to keep your mindset in a good place, even when life slaps you upside the head because we know that happens, right? Which is exactly why I invited our guest today, Valerie Zollinger, former clinical social worker and creator of Zollinger Global. Welcome, so and thank you so much for being on here today. Thank you for having me. Yeah, and you know a little bit about resiliency, both from from the work that you used to do, because I know that you worked with uh, dialysis patients when you were still in clinical work, right? That's... That must have been really, really hard to watch. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, um, I worked in the hospital and mental health settings as well. So I have seen quite a bit from my my over 10 years of experience working in the social work field. Yes. Yeah. So um, so do you want to talk a little bit about um, Zollinger Global and how that came about? Sure. Yeah. So, um, as I mentioned, you know, I spent 10 years in social work and I really enjoyed that work. I really loved it. I felt I was called to it. I think that you can definitely relate, Karen, and and that when you go into a helping field, you don't go into it for the fame or the notoriety um, or even the financial aspect. You, you really go into it because you're called into the work. And so I um, very much felt called into social work and um, you know, did that work for over 10 years in a variety of different settings. And then in 2013, my husband and I got married. And it was an incredible um, wedding. We had, you know, all of our friends and family there. And 
we went on our honeymoon. We left for two weeks in Hawaii. It was amazing. Mm -hmm. Absolutely first class everything. And then when we came back, I went back to my job, which I was working in a dialysis clinic at the time. And I was um, talking to one of my patients about getting a kidney transplant. And I remember my, um, cl my clinic secretary, she came over to me and she's like, Valerie, you're not going to believe this. Your husband is here to see you. How romantic. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh my gosh, really? That's amazing. So I put my stuff down and I went out to see him and I met him in the lobby area. And when I saw his face, I knew that he wasn't there for romance. Mm. I saw this look in his eyes that I had never seen before. Mm. And he um, just all the color had rushed from his face. And he took my hands and he said, sweetie, I'm really sorry to tell you this, but your parents are gone. And I was really confused. I didn't really understand what he was saying. They weren't planning a trip or anything. Um, and he said, look, honey, there's no easy way to say this, but your parents were killed last night in a home invasion. Yeah. What a horrible thing for you to have to hear and for him to have to, that message to have to deliver. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it was honestly, Karen, I can't really describe the feeling that you have when you get news like that. Um, I think the closest I can come is, if you picture a, a battering ram, like when someone's knocking down a wall and just slamming it into the middle of your body and yeah. all of the breath leaves you and you completely collapse, that's the closest I can really come to describing the feeling that I had that day. And there was a lot of confusion. Um, you know, as he was explaining this to me, there was actually a TV behind him in the break room and it flashed to breaking news and it showed the home where I grew up and it showed my grandmother with the police officers. Yeah. And across the bottom of the screen, it said couple found dead in Orange County home. Oh my and I just couldn't believe my eyes. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. I didn't think that it was real. It wasn't registering that this was actually life. Right. Mm -hmm. um, you know, from your work with people who have trauma it's like you, you just sort of um, become detached, like this is some alternate reality sometimes. And so that's very much what was going on for me. Um, he, you know, I, I was a complete mess and he kind of collected me off the floor and um, took me home. And, you know, the next few days, weeks, months ahead, um, a, a lot of it is still very much a blur. Um, but I can tell you that, um, you know, a lot of the, the skills that I had, a lot of the tools that I had, you know, even as a child, knowing that I was a resilient child, um, uh, knowing that coming into this, a lot of those things, a lot of those beliefs um, supported me in getting through it. And so what happened was, you know, my career ended that day. Mm -hmm. I never went back to the dialysis clinic um, it's something that with dialysis, you know, most of my patients would pass away within a few years of being on dialysis. And I just couldn't subject myself to that. Mm -hmm. And also, I couldn't be present for people at that time because I had my own healing work to do. And so while my career was over in a way, um, my business was born and I really have been able to... Um, you know, teach people how to bounce back because this was just five years ago that this happened. And a lot of times people would say to me, you know, Val, 
I don't understand how you're doing so well in your life, having a successful business, having, a, you know, an amazing relationship, uh, being financially secure, like, how are you doing this? And so what I did was I just started teaching people, um, you know, how to do what, what I've done and how to bounce back, like you said, when life, you know, tries to pull the rug out from under you. Yeah. Yeah. And I have to say, um, you know, in many ways, our training, our professional training, when we really put it to use, uh, it really comes in and is an amazing help because I know that uh, that is something that I was just talking to somebody yesterday about being a parent and how there is no way that I would have been able to be the kind of parent that I am to my son without having learned what I learned in, in school, going through this, all the psychology classes and all that and child development and all that. Uh, yeah, I would have only known what I grew up with, which, you know, is what it is. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but the thing is that we have to, as all of us, um, apply those skills and it's certainly uh, have a develop or, or build a support network because none of us can do it by ourselves. Right. Yeah, that's so true. And I think, too, for um, people who are professionals, sometimes it's um, hard for them to feel like they can get help um, because they feel like, well, I'm the professional. I, I should know how to handle this. And one of the things that I talk about and, you know, we'll talk about the, the five to thrive system that I came up with um, after the break. But um, one of the things that I talk about is, you know, getting those support people in place and, um, you know, reaching out when you need support. And that's so important, whether you're a professional, whether you have a background in this or whether you you absolutely don't. You know, we all experience um, difficult things in life. And so it's knowing how to get those resources that um, really can make a difference for you. Yeah, definitely. And it's about, like you said, I really like how you uh, brought up that point of as many times we as professionals, oh, I should know better because this, that, and the other. But like you said, I mean, life happens to us as well. And it's important for us. It makes us better as professionals when we are capable of being humble enough and honest enough and transparent enough that, hey, this is, I'm a little overwhelmed right now and I need to go find whatever help that is that I need. And sometimes, you know, I will find somebody to uh, get counseling from when I feel that as though I'm off track because if I don't do that, I'm not going to be able to be here for my clients or for my son or for anybody else, including myself. And um, that is imperative, imperative, you know, and I think a lot of people lose track of that aspect that, oh, I got to be strong and and not show emotions, but it's showing emotions is not a sign of a weakness. Crying is not a sign of weakness. It's, it's a release and it's allowing your body to do what it needs to do to, to let go and let that healing process happen. So, yeah, you know, I hear this so often. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. Even if you're, uh, and you let me know, even if you were the one who was grieving and going through this trauma, um, would you find, did you find that when people cried with you, if you had that happen, that that was, that they weren't there for you? Yes. 
Yeah, yeah, no, I see what you're saying. And yes, I agree that that is, you know, oftentimes that's very helpful because then mm-hmm. you feel like you're not a weirdo for feeling what you're feeling. Yes. And I think that's a really important point to get across because I see that so much. So anyway, we will talk more about this coming up as well as the uh, program Five to Thrive that Valerie put together based on her experiences as soon as we come back from these messages. So hang in there. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Insight's Dramatic Weight Loss Coaching Program is a transformational program healing you from the inside out so you can finally achieve your healthy weight for good by resolving the underlying reason why you've been holding on to the weight. The program features nine transformational individual sessions. You'll rebuild gut health and reduce inflammation. It's not a diet. Instead, you'll learn how to make peace with food and develop clean eating as a lifestyle. Visit InsightsCounselingCenter.com to find out more. Do you feel that you aren't at your best when it comes to your personal health? Even if your doctor gives you a clean bill of health and says everything is in working order, perhaps you aren't feeling at the top of your game. Dr. Rebecca Risk overcame pain and fatigue despite all tests to the contrary. Learn how she put her health back on track and how you can too on Falling Through the Cracks. Live every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. When a woman is diagnosed with breast cancer, it's probably the most frightening thing that's ever happened to her. Friends and family often don't know what to do for support, not to mention the patient herself. That's where Breast Friends Cancer Support Radio comes in. Join Becky Olson and Sharon Hennepin, breast cancer survivors and advocates. They help by providing inspiration, information, and most of all, hope. Tune in Wednesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel, and Thursdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Women's Channel. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to Shift Happens with Karin Weary. Do you have a question or comment about today's program? If so, we'd love to hear from you. Call in to the live show at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to W at insightscounselingcenter.com. Remember that Karin is spelled K-A-R-I-N. Now, back to Shift Happens. And we're back with Valerie Zollinger here of She's the CEO and founder of Zollinger Global and here to talk about the program that she created, Five to Thrive, after her professional experiences of being a a clinical social worker, working in the hospital setting with dialysis patients and all of the struggles that they face, as well as her own tragedy that that occurred just in 2013 and how she's now here today thriving in every aspect of life so which is amazing I love watching all the beautiful things that you do and and just enjoying your life so much right yeah absolutely and I love um, one of my friends 
whenever she puts, whenever she texts me and she says enjoying, she always does capital E, lowercase n, capital J, O, Y, because it's so true. It's, you know, putting the joy back in, right? Um, That's what we have to do sometimes. So yeah, yeah, definitely. Absolutely. And we, it is, we have such a big piece of what we decide to focus on and not meaning to brush the, the pain and the negative things aside or under the carpet because we do need to take care of it, but that it, that doesn't become the focus because what we focus on will grow, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I, I, I like to talk about um, when I'm coaching people or when I'm doing my workshops that there's a movie called A Wrinkle in Time. I don't know if you've seen it, but they have this thing called the it and it's like this um, this dark area that feeds on bitterness and anger and things like that. And um, and the more you know, the more it feeds on it, the more it grows. This darkness. And so it's so true. What we focus on can grow. And so um, you know, why not focus on the light and bringing the light back in? You know, absolutely, yeah. And bringing the light to the dark so that that no longer is in the dark and because the other part is that uh, when we leave something in, in the dark, it also brings about shame and shame is this festering uh, feeling that colors every aspect of, of our life. Yeah, absolutely. And that's one of the things I really had to come to terms with because when this first happened, um, you know, when I first started sharing my story, I would say it was probably six months after uh, my parents were killed, where I started, you know, really wanting to share with people what had happened. And at first, I was worried about what they would think, you mm-hmm. know, and would, would it be a shameful thing? Or would it hurt them if I told them, you know, that that this happened to my family? And so, um, you know, what you're saying is so, so, um, so valid because if I just uh, let it swelter, you know, let it just sort of um, stir inside of me and and didn't share it, then um, I would carry that shame with it. And so I had to make a decision that, no, this is not about um, feeling ashamed of what happened or feeling scared that you're going to hurt people. This is about sharing what happened so that I can show people and be an example of um, how to overcome those challenges in life so they can thrive too. And so, yeah, exactly. When you leave it in the dark, it just become, you know, something that feels shameful um, yeah. and that, that can really affect us. Yes, absolutely. I've seen it so much in, you know, both in my own family and, and friends and people that I work with. And it's, it's just becomes this huge burden. And, and it's such a shame because we can release it. We can't help things that happen to us or things that happen to other people. It, it just is what it is. Difficult, sad, tragic, you know, beautiful, wonderful, but it is what it is. And, and I, that's where I so much honor and, and do my best to be transparent and, and, and this is who I am, you know, you may like me, you may not, you know, not meaning that I don't sometimes have those thoughts, oh, what are they going to think about me? But hey, the more that we can get to that space of, well, if, if they do, they do, they don't, they don't, and we can't please everybody. Yeah, 
absolutely. And just by being who you are, Mm -hmm. that supports other people in um, encouraging them to be who they are. Yeah. And, you know, like Brene Brown, who's one of my favorite authors, she wrote Daring Greatly. Um, She's one of my social work sisters, I call her. So, um, you know, she she talks about vulnerability, too. And like Mm -hmm. you were saying, transparency, vulnerability, um, sharing those things that we've been through so that people can connect and understand that. Um, whatever they experience, they, they have the ability to kind of create the story around it too. And so, yeah, totally, you know, it's really important to be vulnerable, to be transparent um, in the work that we do with, you know, coaching people, supporting people um, to get through their things. Yeah. Yeah. And because the thing is that people will see what we, how we present on the outside, which, you know, and then make assumptions, which we all do just because that's how we're wired. And it's like, oh yeah, you know, Valerie, she always looks good. She's got it together. You know, she's must've been fed with a, you know, silver spoon and, um, but not so much. <laughs> and, and when then people yeah. know, first of all, that, um, oh, okay, there's, there's a lot more substance to Valerie than what I first thought when I just met her. And, and, but also, like you said, uh, you never know who you're going to touch because some, even though you were worried initially of that, you know, what would other people think if, you know, if they heard your story, um, you, I'm sure many, many people have who have also been touched by tragedy are um, inspired and encouraged by your story. And that's the thing. We all have a story to share. Yeah, absolutely. And when I do my keynote speaking, when I do my workshops, um, people, even if they haven't experienced tragedy to the, the extent of what I've experienced, they can relate on some level because we all experience loss. Yep. Right. I mean, that's part of the human experience, whether it's the loss of a loved one or the loss of a job or the loss of your health um, or, you know, whatever type of loss it it is. There's all different types of loss and we all experience that. So people can be touched on, you know, different levels from all different topics um, when you share your story and you show them, hey, you know, I was able to thrive in spite of this and you can too. And yeah. so, yes, that that's something that I'm really, you know, big on now and, and obviously comfortable with, you know, sharing the story. And the other thing about sharing your story is that every time um, you share it, it's like the sting is taken out of it a little bit. Um, every time you share it, it's like the a burden shared, right, is easier yeah. to carry. Um, so it's it's that type of um, mentality. So I encourage people to share their story and connect through vulnerability. Yeah. You know, and storytelling is something that goes way back from the beginning of time. That's how we how we taught each other uh, things in history. And and so storytelling is something that's deeply ingrained in us. Um, it, it helps us remember things. It helps us connect. It helps us um, learn. And so storytelling is, is a big, there's a whole um, modality in therapy that's called narrative therapy. <laughs> so... So that's that's a that's a real thing. Um, so do you want to maybe introduce uh, the five to thrive and and how that came about? Yeah, definitely. So what what started happening is people were asking me, you know, how did you get to this place um, in such a short period of time? And I I 
started doing this and sharing my story, like I said, fairly shortly after I lost my parents and, and already people could see that I was healing. And so, um, so what I, I did was because, you know, much of it is uh, felt difficult to describe. I came up with a system because it was something that I wanted to be able to teach people. I wanted to be able to share with them, you know, how they can thrive too and, and how, how they can um, implement this in their life. And so the five to thrive are the power of faith, the power of forgiveness, the power of friends and family, the power of finances, and the power of fitness. Those are okay. the five. Okay. So faith, family, friends, right? Finances, and fitness. The five Fs. I like it. Yeah. Actually, forgiveness. Yeah. Forgive. Forgiveness. Yeah, and the friends and family I put together, and yeah. really what I mean by friends and family is more um, your support system. So yeah. they could be people that are friends, they could be people that are blood-related, um, or they could be people that are like your therapist, your coach, um, your you know minister from your church. Like these, these are the type of people that I'm referring to when I talk about friends and family. Yes. Yeah. Because um, that's where we have to really many times build our own support system because sometimes, sometimes our family is, is not a support. Sometimes it's actually toxic. And that's where yeah, I, I always recommend that people build, you know, you can build your own family. So I like how you call it friends and family because we're all, we're all different people. And, you know, and there are times where, we're, you know, we're just growing in in a different way, in a different, um, we're in a different space than, than people that we were necessarily born into. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And you can build your own, you know, we, the, the modern term is tribe, <laughs> yes. you know, build your tribe of people um, and who you surround yourself with makes such a difference. And, you know, who you are. And, and this morning I was actually thinking to myself, if you're in a room of people and you're the brightest person in the room, the most, um, you know, most shining person in the room, you need to find a new room mm-hmm. because those, those aren't your people. You know what I mean? You want to surround yourself with people who, um, who lift you up, who speak life over you, who speak life into what you're doing. Um, people who are going to be supportive and, are even people who are where you want to be, you know, that's another thing looking at, um, you know, putting people in your life that are where you want to be so that they you can draw from them, you can gain strength from them and knowledge and wisdom. Um, So yeah, so it's so important who you surround yourself with. Absolutely. And I've noticed that uh, with, um, I used to not like to or want to do networking, you know, because I, it, people have a hard time un, uh, understanding that now, but I used to be painfully shy and in, introverted. And um, so this whole thing about putting myself out there and networking and all this, this is, this is like a complete 180 degree uh, turnaround from where I used to be. And I am, have found, you know, when I go out and network, when you get to certain places where you just feel, you can feel it, you know, you can feel how you interact mm-hmm. with people and, and how just in general, how you vibe. I'm always talking about vibration because that's what 
and we're energy, right? And um, and so when you do that, you know that you're in the right place. So we're going to talk a little bit more about the five to thrive so we can get a little more in-depth in those different steps when we come back from this break. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Insight's Dramatic Weight Loss Coaching Program is a transformational program healing you from the inside out so you can finally achieve your healthy weight for good by resolving the underlying reason why you've been holding on to the weight. The program features nine transformational individual sessions. You'll rebuild gut health and reduce inflammation. It's not a diet. Instead, you'll learn how to make peace with food and develop clean eating as a lifestyle. Visit InsightsCounselingCenter.com to find out more. Tune in to The Wellness Connection for the latest and most comprehensive information about health and wellness topics. From natural health and green living to regulation, political views, and legislation. Each week, hosts Peter McCarthy and Radia Gleese interview renowned experts who will answer questions and provide the keys to your better health and better life. Listen for The Wellness Connection live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and Noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Relationship issues? Anxious? Parenting challenges? No more. Learn how to live your best life. Tune into Straight Talk with top psychotherapist, relationship, and anxiety expert, Sandra Reich. In this program, you'll learn how to transform your challenges into effective solutions, whether it's relationships, parenting, anxiety issues, or other life traps that you struggle with. Sandra will show you how to change them and how to live the life of your dreams. Listen every Thursday afternoon at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Shift Happens with Karin Weary. Do you have a question or comment about today's program? If so, we'd love to hear from you. Call in to the live show at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to W at insightscounselingcenter.com. Remember that Karin is spelled K-A-R-I-N. Now, back to Shift Happens. All right, and we're back. Thank you for hanging in there. And in case you're just tuning in right now, I have Valerie Zollinger here. She is with Valerie uh, Zollinger Global, pardon me. And we are here talking about how to bounce back from uh, when life comes and slaps you upside the head, that's what I call it, because we all have that happen at different levels and degrees. So, and the thing is to, um, to we are all resilient and, and 
I love to talk about how can we become even more resilient? Because sometimes, you know, in those moments, we certainly do not feel resilient. Sometimes we have been just knocked flat on our face and it might take a little minute to get up off of that ground. Um, but it's, and that's okay too, because sometimes we do need that time to rest and let go and, and just basically let it all hang out there because, um, if we don't, I mean, that's really part of the healing process. The main thing is that we don't stay down there. So, Valerie, you came up with this uh, program, Five to Thrive, that uh, entails faith, forgiveness, family and friends, finance, and fitness. Those are all key components in everybody's life. <laughs> so, let's hear a little bit more about that. Yeah, so we started kind of talking before about the friends and family aspect and how um, it's important to surround yourself with those people and really get uh, those those professionals um, in place also, you know, when you need them, um, if you're feeling overwhelmed, if you're feeling feeling anxious. Um, you know, there are people, there are places you can go for me personally. Um, I have, you know, because of my background, I knew immediately that I needed help, um, with this because most people, you know, don't experience this level of trauma in their life. And even though I had seen a lot in my 10 years of social, social work and working with people that had experienced loss and trauma, to be honest with you, Karen, I really hadn't seen anyone that had experienced that level of trauma, mm-hmm. um, except for maybe, you know, someone who had come back from being overseas, being deployed um, in the military. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the type of level of trauma. So the first thing that I did was I called my employee employee assistance program, and I got myself a, a therapist. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one didn't work out. That's something that I share with people is um, sometimes you um, have to go through someone before you can get to the person that can really help you. And don't be discouraged by that mm-hmm. um, because that does happen sometimes and you're not going to be a good fit for every person. The person who I was meeting with wasn't um, skilled to the level that I needed um, mm-hmm. in order to support me in my growth. Um, it's one thing for a friend or a family member to be crying with you. It's another thing for your therapist to be doing it. Oh. Right. Um, so it's, oh, <laughs> it's really, it's that's, yeah, that's not, uh, you know, of course, we're emotional people, we're, we're yeah. going to sit with someone with the emotion, but yeah. to just be full on crying um, with the person that, you know, you're, you're supposed to be the therapist for that, that's not okay. Yeah. Um, so, right. So, um, so finding the right support people and having those people in place um, is really key. And so for me, like I said, it was getting a therapist at first. Um, I, I had a therapist met with her for five sessions until I started to come out of the fog and realized I needed somebody different. So then I found someone different. I worked with her for about a year. Um, and then I, at, in the meantime, had found a support group. Um, the support, the particular support group was specific to my needs. So bereaved survivors of homicide, um, is something that, you know, we have fortunately in central Florida. And so, um, getting support in the places that you need it. And there are lots of support groups out there, um, for people who have various, um, challenges or, um, experience different types of things in their lives. So, you know, just looking into that and seeing where can I get support? Um, and then of course, you know, friends and family and, and knowing that different phases in your life are going to bring, um, 
people with you or not. And so for me, I like to use this example. Um, I had a friend that during the funerals and during that very difficult time, she could sit with me in it. But when I started to rise from the ashes Hmm. and really soar into this new new life that I had, um, she couldn't come with me on that journey. Mm. And that was okay. And it's, it's knowing that that's, that's what happens sometimes. So, so that's just a little bit, you know, obviously we don't have time to get into in depth um, into each category um, because our our time is limited today. But when I do my one day workshop, we definitely go more into that. And then obviously in, you know, one-on-one coaching with people. Um, But that's just a snapshot of the friends and family thing and putting those, those right support group uh, support people in, in place. Yeah. Very good. And, you know, I find many times people, they say, oh, well, I, I don't do group. I'm, I'm not good in group. But I think, um, you know, I encourage people, and, and that might be so, uh, I do always encourage people to at least go and try it out because just because you go doesn't mean that you have to blurt out all your deepest, darkest secrets. It's, it's about, there's a whole different dynamic when you're in a group situation and the group is set up to be safe. And like you said, they're with people who have, uh, they're usually uh, based on a particular issue, you know, whether it's grief or, or, you know, that you have a particular illness or a divorce or whatever it is. So everybody's going through somewhat similar situations. So it, knowing that you're not alone, I think that's a big part of, and, and that when you talk about what's going on, everybody else understands, they get it in a way that many other people uh, other than therapists <laughs> will will not understand because they haven't been there. So that's just what I want to say. Yeah, about totally. Group. I mean, yeah, absolutely. And I, I am with you on that, Karin, because um, just to give an example, you know, people don't, a lot of times they don't know what to say, mm-hmm. um, especially when you, when you lose a family member. And this is just a, a bonus, um, tip for you that for those that are listening, um, when someone has experienced a loss, the best thing to say to them is I care for you or I love you. Um, and I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. That's the best thing you can say. Just simple because really just being there is, is what's really important and people don't know what to say. And, and that's why support group is so important because um, for me, I had some people that were saying, well, at least they were there for your wedding. Well, okay, you oh, know, um, right, right. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. saying it now, it, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. You know, no. it doesn't. How can someone say that? Right. That's probably yeah. what you're thinking. Yeah, they're probably looking yeah, for but, silver lining. But they don't know what to say. Yeah, exactly. They feel awkward and they're trying to make you feel better and themselves better because they feel so helpless and awkward. And that's where I often, when I go out on crisis calls and, and um, because I do that and I tell people, suggest to people that, you know, to uh, you as the person who's going through this, you can help the, uh, your support system because they want to be there and help you what it is that you need. You know, if you are able to know and verbalize that sometimes we're two out there to not to be able to do that. But yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So again, just the importance of, of you know, who you surround yourself with, yep. um, you know, and having that, that um, those support groups in place um, so that you can get, you know, the type of support that you need. So you're not having people say these things to you that actually kind of um, 
salt, put salt in the wound, so to speak. Yeah. You know, it's not, Absolutely. not good. No, yeah. no, no. <laughs> so forgiveness, that's a big one that can be really, really tough. Yeah, it really can. And and that's something that, you know, some people, they kind of get it right away. And then other times, um, you know, we have to work sometimes months, sometimes years mm-hmm. on um, forgiveness. And sometimes we, we kind of just know that it's going to take longer. Um, and, and for me, you know, I, I chose to forgive people that I don't even have a face to because mm-hmm. the people who took my parents' lives, they weren't arrested um, to date. They, they have not been arrested. And so I don't have someone to really put a face to it. But what I can tell you is that when I made that decision that, hey, I'm going to forgive these people for what they did and really learn to have compassion for them, which I know sounds crazy. I know it probably sounds crazy, but to learn to have compassion for them because I don't know what they were going through. And I know they weren't in their right mind because of my training. Mm -hmm. So I know that um, people who are sane and that are well, don't do these things. Mm -hmm. Um, When I did that, when I made that decision, I freed myself from a lot of um, bitterness, a lot of hatred, a lot of anger um, that was really making me sick. Yes. And so that's why I encourage people to entertain the idea of forgiveness. And I, I knew this is said, but I, I have to say, forgiving does not mean that you're not saying that the act was okay. You are, like you said, right. you described that so beautifully that you are uh, releasing yourself from something that literally is going is making you sick because we know that hanging on to those negative emotions is something that causes um, stress which causes uh, inflammation which all disease stems from inflammation Uh, so when we can get to that space yeah yeah and not even negative but just emotions feelings that aren't serving us you know that's what I talk about yeah. So when we come back, we're going to talk about uh, finance and fitness. And um, so hang on. We got more about the five to thrive when we come back. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Insight's Dramatic Weight Loss Coaching Program is a transformational program healing you from the inside out so you can finally achieve your healthy weight for good by resolving the underlying reason why you've been holding on to the weight. The program features nine transformational individual sessions. You'll rebuild gut health and reduce inflammation. It's not a diet. Instead, you'll learn how to make peace with food and develop clean eating as a lifestyle. Visit InsightsCounselingCenter.com to find out more. Addiction can affect our relationships, our families, our home, and work lives, but most importantly, ourselves. The recovery process can do wonders in the lives of people suffering from active addiction and also for those that love them. It's not just 12-step programs, but so much more. It's learning how to live life on life's terms. If you can relate to these issues or love someone who does, start with yourself. Start by tuning in to Miracles in Recovery with host Ray Lynch, Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Hope is in your corner. 
your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Shift Happens with Karin Weary. Do you have a question or comment about today's program? If so, we'd love to hear from you. Call in to the live show at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to W at insightscounselingcenter.com. Remember that Karin is spelled K-A-R-I-N. Now, back to Shift Happens. Yes, we are back with Valerie Zonder talking about Five to Thrive. How do you get back on your feet after you have experienced something that's really challenging? And there are many different levels, as we've talked about in earlier segments today, of, of challenging. Sometimes um, it's, and it all depends on also what our background is. What Because if we have already had a challenging um, start in life, then it takes less to um, to knock us down. And here's the thing. One thing that uh, you touched upon that I uh, also wanted to expand upon real quick was that many times people who work, you know, it, you mentioned about your first therapist who was uh, breaking down with you, that um, people in, uh, you know, us as a therapist and, and first responders and a lot of people, we experience um, um, what do they call it, secondary trauma from all of the information that we hear, which is why it makes it even more important for us to do the self-care and to unload some of the stuff that we hear because we hear so much and first responders see so much and, you know, ER people and all that. So hugely, hugely, it does not make you stronger to keep seeing those things and doing those things. It, it, it kind of weakens the link if you don't do the self-care. So we were going to um, talk about fitness and finances. Yes. And um, just before we jump into that, I want to piggyback on what you were saying, because a lot of the people that I work with, um, as far as doing the keynote speaking, as well as the coaching, are people who are first responders, um, nurses, you know, people that, um, that, work in healthcare, um, people that work in human services, because there is that secondary trauma piece. And it's so important for us to take care of ourselves um, because you're worth it, Mm -hmm. first of all. And secondly, because, and I tell people who are caregivers because they're um, unfortunately a lot of times with people who are caregivers or people who are in those fields, there's maybe just a a hint of codependency going on there. Um, So I tell them, even if you are not convinced you're worth it yet, do it because you need to be there to help the people you help. Um, And then I work on getting them to realize that they, they're, they, um, that they'd be best served doing it because they're worth it. Um, So yes. And so getting into um, the finances, and fitness, the reason that these things, uh, I'll talk first about finances. The reason that this is part of what I talk about is because not only um, is what I do um, 
something that could be retroactive, something that could be um, as a result of, you know, working with someone who's experienced something difficult. But also what I do is very much preventative. The system is preventative. And so preparing yourself for um, life's challenges. And, you know, fortunately for us, you know, and for me, my, um, my parents were not doing that well financially. Um, they, they were, my mom worked at Disney and my dad worked as a landscaper. And so, um, you know, I didn't really get those foundational principles from them with, when it comes to finances, but my grandparents, on the other hand, they were very big on, um, explaining to me the importance of not carrying a lot of debt, um, the importance of having types of insurance that can support you when you need them. Um, so we didn't have a lot of debt, my husband and I. We even our wedding, you know, it was it wasn't ex- it wasn't totally extreme and extravagant, but it was beautiful and wonderful and perfect for us. And um, we didn't um, we didn't carry debt from that. You know, we we paid for those things. And so coming into this loss, we were in a really good place financially. And because of that, we have been able to, again, thrive financially while I was getting better, while I was getting help and getting uh, myself to that place of healing where I could start to support other people in the many different ways that I do that. Um, So that's why I talk about finances because it really... Um, you know, getting well is an investment sometimes, and, and it's an investment that's worth it. It pays right. in dividends over and over and over again. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. You cannot put enough value on that investment because, yeah, it's compounded I can't it, exponentially. <laughs> because, yeah, I mean, it, it, if you think about how it's not just you it affects it affects your your closest family your husband wife spouse whoever your children because your children will be affected by it if you this is future generations your whoever it is that you work with if you have um, customers patients clients whatever it is are going to be affected by it. it's the, so I keep talking about this this ripple effect and it truly is a ripple effect so Yes, absolutely. And you mentioned one of my favorite words, which which is preventative. <laughs> we we can do so much with prevention. Like uh, we mentioned earlier, both you and I, Valerie, about our professional training as therapists. We learn so much good stuff that when we put, take those tools and use them, um, is a lot of prevention right there. So so this and, and finances, oh my gosh, it can be a humongous stressor, which can be another hindrance and obstacle in the healing um, path for sure. Yeah, it definitely can. And, you know, something um, just to think about is, you know, having um, multiple sources of income. So, you know, for me, I went from, you know, working full time to really nothing overnight. I had a very small long-term disability policy that I had to beg for Mm -hmm. because I wasn't hit by a bus, even though I felt like I was. And so having multiple streams of income, that's something that I talk about with people because, 
you really want to make sure that you're supported um, in your time of need. And so uh, speaking of multiple sources of income, I'm going to transition into the fitness aspect because another part of what I do um, in, in, you know, what you and I actually work together on is supporting people with their physical body and making sure that they're getting the right nutrition, that they're getting um, the support that they need through food. Um, Because I like to use this example. If you think about um, if someone Someone punches you in the gut and you're leaned already leaned over and you're mm-hmm. sort of collapsed. If you're sort of, um, sh- you know, your shoulders are down and, and you're sort of collapsed and someone punches you, it's very easy for them to push you over, right? Yes. However, if you're standing firm and your body is um, flexed and someone hits you, you're not going to be as easily moved. And so that's why it's important to talk about fitness, the physical body. And what I mean by fitness is really more about body wellness um, and less about being the next CrossFit champion. Um, It's really about taking care of your physical body and um, being sure that what you're putting in and on your body every day is contributing to health and well-being and wellness and not um, contributing to illness and sickness. And that's something that, you know, we could do a whole nother conversation on um, you and I, because I know we speak the same language about that. And and we, you know, fortunately, we have tools through our Arbonne business that we can support people in a a way that's very easy for them um, to make those changes that are necessary to keep their body well. Because when this happens, to me, if it had not been for my health um, and well-being, I would be in a totally different place. You know, fortunately, I had been taking care of my body. I, um, you know, had run like six half marathons. Um, I was eating proper nutrition. So um, getting, you know, water, I I have my water right here always with me because it's so important to stay hydrated. Um, So I was already doing all those things. Yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. absolutely. And you hear that, too, when people, they go through, like, athletes who um, go through physical trauma or whatever, that they bounce back quicker because of that. So, because, again, as I always say, one of my other themes is always that our bodies are designed to move towards health as long as we put it in an environment that's healthy. So, this has been... uh, an amazing, inspiring story to hear about your resiliency and how you help others find their resiliency and build upon that. And again, with my favorite word, prevention, 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 I can't stress that enough. It's such a beautiful thing. But we do not have to end the conversation here um, because there is so much. We just barely touched on the surface of this topic and you, you can um, email me at karinw at insightscounselingcenter.com for any questions and comments um, and we can address that in uh, the next um, next week's session or session uh, show and um, also on Facebook, Insights Counseling Center um, we have there and Valerie Zollinger, you can reach out to us and on LinkedIn, we are all over the place. Um, and next week we have another amazing woman, uh, Trish Carr, and, um, she is the founder with her two sisters of Women's Prosperity Network. And it's all about helping women again about finances in their business. And this year she's been selected as recipient of the 100 successful 
Women in Business Award that will be recognized at the 2019 Global Trade Chamber Conference and Expo in March in South Florida. So I am looking forward to introducing her to talk about getting everything that you want in life. So thank you, Valerie Zollinger, for being on here today. It was a pleasure. Thank you so much, Karen. It was my pleasure. All right. See you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in to Shift Happens. Please join host Karin Weary for another edition of our program next Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We wish you continued success as you discover the true you. 